Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of the Dialogue Options Podcast with your ever-faithful hosts, Joel McDonald. That is me, and as always, my very, very good friend and co-host, Mr. Kyron Morrison. How are you doing good, sir? Joel, I'm on holidays, so I'm doing pretty good. Not meaning oh. to rub it in anyone's face. That's yeah, fine. It's pretty nice. sweet. It's must, pretty sweet. Must be nice. Now I know how everyone at my workplace felt last Wednesday when I was leaving. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm not going to be here for the next two days. And they're all like... Bleh. Now I'm just sort of... You take that and you extend... And that was me walking out of work on Wednesday saying, I'm not going to be here for the next two weeks. Yeah, yeah. Let the store burns down while I'm gone. (laughs) Woo! Um, Yeah, and obviously we'll we'll touch on that pretty much for the entire episode this week. But um, before we get into that, like, what else? Apart from the obvious, um, getting to spend a a good chunk of time together in the last week, which is nice... Uh, what else has been going on? What's been happening? Well, look, as I said, I'm on holidays. Yep. Uh, so it has been exclusively for trying to play and finish Baldur's Gate. Yep. I have managed to reach Act 3. That's impressive. So, you know, I'm, I would say, from what I've heard, Act 3 is the biggest act. Yep. So I don't know how far I've got to go, but I know my game clock hit 100 hours. So I'm like, all right, cool. Yep. Yeah, awesome. Fair enough. Um, but yeah, like apart from that, like we're not going to talk touch on it. But like going, just surviving this long week of actual video game news happening, it's been yeah. crazy. Um, yeah, a lot of stuff. Craziest thing for me is Camille leaving Platinum. But like there was a lot that happened this this week, mm-hmm. and like God, it's we actually have a, a rare Friday the Thirteenth. But I'm doing this instead of watching a scary movie. Yeah, I apologize. It's fine. I might have time to... I've got Talk To Me queued up, so maybe I'll watch that before bed tonight. I, I was going to say, like, I, I think it's coming to Netflix in, like, two weeks' time. Yeah, well, I've got a, I've got a rental. A, a YouTube rental copy was, like, six ninety nine. That's all right. That's okay. And I have a month to start it, so... Yeah, that's fair. But that's today's fair. a perfect date for it, because, yeah, it's a Friday the 13th, and it's in the, the month of Halloween, so, mm. like... But I've also got The Fall of House of Usher to watch as well yeah. now, and... They added, like, the season of JoJo I was up to to Netflix in English, because I was watching it. I was, like, going to watch it on Crunchyroll, but it's only in Japanese there, yeah. which is fine, but I started watching JoJo in English, so that's how I want to finish it. Yep. So now I've got that to watch. And nice. There was a new trailer today for a new Dragon Ball series that comes out next year for the 40th anniversary, so, like, there's a lot to do. And I'm not even finished Baldur's Gate yet. That's yep. where I'm at, Joel. Yeah, nice, nice. Uh, I've just been tinkering around with some stuff. Again, I'll touch into it when we get into the episode because it was something that I purchased on the weekend. So, um, and... Well, you may as well do it now because we're not going to really have time for I it. Mean, yeah, so. I mean, yeah, I guess, look, this is going to be a, like a bumpler show. Like It is. is that, this is a this is a um, loosey-goosey episode where... Exactly. There is no bumpers. There are no segments. It is yeah. just conversation. Yes. It's, so, obviously, last weekend was at uh, Paxos. Um, the 10th anniversary of Paxos. Which I was yeah. also reminded... So, this was the 10th anniversary of Paxos. Next year is the 20th anniversary of PAX. Oh, shit. Yeah. Yeah. So. Wow. So, yeah. That's probably going to be a big one. A big one, too. Yeah. Um, And, like, we're going to get into all the the nitty gritty of the the show and stuff like that. But um, last week at the show, they, there was a booth there that had, like, a whole bunch of 8-Bitto stuff. Um, They had that new uh, Switch, like, Joy-Con dock thing. It's like it's basically like a like a thing where you you put the switch into it and it's got it's like, like a shell, yeah, and it's got like um, Joy Cons that have got that I don't know like magnetized 
the thing they're going to put in like the, the, the new Switch, apparently. Yeah, and apparently it's to eliminate like stick drift and stuff like that. Um, and apparently it's a pretty cool piece of kit. I actually, I didn't even know if they had one. I think they did. I didn't end up having a go at it. I should have picked it up and had a go. But there was some set up just to the left of like where that cool keyboard was. I think. Yes. Yeah. The cool eight yeah. bit keyboard, which I loved. Yeah, it was. Yeah, some cool shit there. And I'm like, I'm a big fan of eight bit though. So. Um, their controllers are great. I use that as my pro controller for the Switch, um, and it's it's really good. Like it's it, it's very very good and can be used for like PC and mobile and uh, Xbox as well. It's got like if I hadn't already have just purchased a very cheap Starfield Xbox controller, yeah. I would have gotten one for my PC. But I'm covered. <laughs> there, if you are looking for like a decently priced like controller that sort of does everything yeah. and does it really well it, you can also like well, program it the way you want it's got back paddles um yeah you can like connect it to your pc and like go into this actually you can do it on your phone you can like remap buttons and stuff on there as well it's really neat um and yeah i use that for the switch like i played all of monster hunter rise with that um because i got it the day rise came out i'm pretty sure no actually just That's after it came too out. far back in the memory for me joel like it was you were visiting because i when i got it i remember because we went and picked out. It was um, uh, new Pokemon Snap came out that day. I remember I went and picked it up. It was like the last of like a voucher that I had or something. Oh, <laughs> yeah, it was like I have no memory two of or this. three years ago or something. Um, but yeah, so uh, uh, at that booth they also had um, the Backbone, which if you don't know what the Backbone is, it is a um, a controller of sorts for your phone. Um, so basically, what it is, it's like like the aforementioned name, Backbone, it sort of has like this strip on either side and then what looks like two Joy-Cons that resemble... Well, mine kind of resembles like a PlayStation-esque feel. Like it's it's like a... a it's like a third-party DualSense, basically. But uh, it is licensed by Sony, though, isn't it? It is, yeah. yeah it's officially yeah. licensed. Um, this one I've got, but then there's also like a normal black one you can get as well. It's the same thing, it's just it's black. And it has like B-A-X-Y buttons. And it's for Android? And it is for Android. Because so, you've got a pick based on your phone. Yes, you can get it for for uh, for Apple as well, but it did cost more. I'm so, doing the little finger thing. Like yeah. Um, but basically, you can't you, see it, but... <laughs> you might be able to hear it. You might be able to hear close enough to a microphone. Some, like, some, like <laughs> capitalist ASMR. Like, right there. Um, so basically what it is, is like you, you hold one side and you slide your phone into it and pull the other side out and it sort of extends. And then it has like a little USB slot like a little USB port, you plug that into the bottom of your phone and it basically turns your phone into like a little switch, basically. And the whole idea of it is, yeah, you can play mobile games on it and stuff like that, which the stuff on Netflix, the Netflix games app, um, it works with all and it will, the Backbone app itself will auto load and be like, scan your phone, just be like, yep, these are all the games you've got. So like picked up that I owned Vampire Survivors and Peglin and... um, uh, and then on the Netflix side of things, they had like Oxenfree 2 and um, Shovel Knight Pocket Dungeon and stuff like that as well. And it was all like, yep, these are the games are here. And you can just go into them and it, use your phone with a controller instead of having to have like a little clip that attaches to your phone and attaches to the controller, which works and is fine because I've done it before. But the form factor of this is just really, really neat. Um, and they were marked down, the Android ones were marked down to half price to $90. And I was like, I undenied about it all Friday. And then I was like, 
we got back to our hotel room on Friday night and I was like, fuck it, tomorrow I'm going to do it. And uh, I ended up picking up one. Uh, and I, since then I've had a chance to tool around with it. And it's pretty fucking neat because obviously you can play your mobile games on it as well. But uh, a lot with um, like a lot of the, the apps, like you've got like Steam Link, you've got um, PlayStation Remote Play, and you've also got like Xbox Game Pass and like cloud streaming and stuff like that. Um, it is compatible with pretty much all that shit. So, like, out of the box. And I mean, like, out of the box. The box itself had a card that was like, here's a QR code, download the app, and then, like, your warnings and all that sort of stuff, and then the, the unit itself, and that was it. And it's you just all you do is just pop your phone in. Um, it's got, like, a USB-C pass-through on the bottom, so you can actually charge your phone while you're using it. Um, it also has a, which I haven't tried yet, a headphone jack, like a 3.5mm headphone jack on the other side. Um, I'm wondering, it's probably more so for communicating. If you're playing, say, like, Call of Duty Warzone or something like that, you could, like, communicate with someone. That's a hilarious image. Um, yeah, I mean, Call of Duty Mobile is yeah, huge in some markets know, in the world. I know, I it's know. A, it's a big mobile game, so... Um, it's a COD is a big game, no matter what it's I on. mean, yeah, that's exactly right. Um, but I've been, yeah, tooling around with, like, what it can do. Uh, and, like, where I'm staying at the moment, the internet's not great, and I'm also using, like, a Wi-Fi extender. I found out last night that the Wi-Fi extender was causing some issues, so I connected to directly to the main unit. Uh, and even though I was pretty far away from it, it still worked really well, to the point where I played, because um, I re-upped my Game Pass sub, because I was like, well, this is probably going to be the best way to do it, is just jump on here and fuck around. Um, I played the first 20 minutes of Lies of P on my phone, um, with very, very, very little jitters and, 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 and such. It didn't really impact my combat at all. It's just every now and then it just sort of go, boop. It's a scary game to gamble it on. Well, that's what I thought. I was like, I, by that point in the week, I'd like, I, I tried it a little bit of everything else. And I was like, fuck it. Let's see how right. far I can push this. I know it's been patched to be much easier, but like, it's still a scary yeah. game to be, yeah. to be gambling on latency, but it's cool, but it mostly yeah. works. Well, it's and, good. and like latency, that's, that's the key here is like, I, it's, barely there yeah, if, it, if it is at all when i was doing when i was in the x cloud beta oh, whenever that was like yeah a couple of years back mm-hmm. it was okay like mm-hmm. it was like it was serviceable but i could definitely notice the latency so if that's improved that's really good yeah well i mean like i, I even like with the playstation remote play app i am um, that's usually probably better though because it is just remote play it's not streaming the game yes and no i found the cloud streaming stuff was actually a lot better on xbox okay. so, um uh, but i booted up um Destiny 2. Just as like, oh, fuck it, I'll get in there. Yep, I just, like, ran a quick, like, strike. I was just like, oh, yeah, yep, this works perfectly. And it would be great for those times where, if I, like, when I, when I, those uh, times of the year where I'm like, I'm back into Destiny, and I'm like, I just wanted to jump in, do do my dailies, basically. Just jump in and be like, Halloween's around the corner, baby. Paper masks and candy for all. I've just been reminded of that in that moment, and I went, ah, shit. Um, but yeah, it's a, it's a really impressive, and again, like, I think you can get them on sale, they were on sale earlier this week as well, after packs for Prime Days, for like 120 or something, I think I saw them at JB for 129, I think Big W as well, but I think they were mostly sold out, but yeah, there was a couple of places doing them as a special as well. Yeah, and I'm glad I bought mine when I did, because like, when we went back later that day on the Saturday, there was not many left. In fact, I think on Sunday, all the Android ones were gone. Um, it was just um, iOS ones left, um, which we're going for about 120, which is still pretty good. Um, I 
yeah, it's really impressive. For someone like me who does primarily play my Switch in handheld mode and likes that kind of being able to just sort of, like, have something on the TV while I'm doing that. It's like, I, I, I like that kind of uh, situation, especially for, like, certain games. I played on um, uh, Game Pass. I played uh, Gunfire Reborn, which is a game I've been wanting to check out for a little while. It was great. It was a, it was a perfect game for that, too, because it was like, you know... Uh, it was just like it, it it's a roguelike there's no real story involved um it was fun to use like all the sticks and all the triggers and all that kind of stuff to really like put it through its paces um and it just feels really nice to play i know uh a good friend of the show jesse ended up buying one as well um and he was like just tooling around like mining planets in starfield on it and he was blown away with how well it worked um so yeah, if you're looking for something like that, that can be, especially if you're in markets that have like stable internet as well, because that's the only downside to it. Yeah, if you're probably in, if you're in the US, you probably already have one, honestly. Absolutely, yeah. Um, I yeah, I highly recommend them. Like it, it, it's. Well, if you're in the US, you probably have a Steam Deck, so don't worry about it. Also that too. Um, but it's it's yeah, it was really impressive how how well and effective and how easy it was to use. Um. Yeah, and I got a free case with it, so it like sits next to my bed. And like this week, my wife. The been case with... that you were complaining about. Look, it's a bit chunky. I will I, say that. I just. I'm not saying. I'm not saying. For your free case. I'm not gonna. That yeah, was free. Exactly for I'm, your discounted device. I'm not gonna write any like tersely worded <laughs> emails about it. Um, You're imagining it though, aren't you? But yeah, maybe. But like it is, and it is a nice case for it too. It looks really nice sitting in there as well. It's, it's yeah. I'm all about like aesthetic as well. I'm like, oh, just that just looks nice. It's like got like nice cutout for how it sits in there as well. The um, but yeah, it is a really cool piece of tech. Um, so that was what I, I've been doing the last week. It's like watching, catching up on YouTube videos and and being like, I wonder if this works. What about this? And then just yeah, mucking around and going from there. Um, like re-downloading a whole bunch of mobile games and stuff like that. See, it's a great device, but it's just, it's very, I'm, I'm a, like, a mobile games, I'm a, I'm a trashy gachapon player, so there's no point in me getting it. That's fair. Like, but it's, it's a very cool device, and like, for my main games, you will pry me off of that TV. Yeah. Well, it's, Good luck. <laughs> it's, I mean, the situation I'm in at the moment is yeah, great, no, because that's, like, yeah, that's it's, exactly I, it. you know, I don't have access to yeah, no, the main TV fair. all the time, so it is good to just be like, like, next week, I could be like, not story stuff, but, like, when Spider-Man 2 comes out, I could be like, oh, I'm just going to go do these, like... I'm just going to do, like, trophy hunting or, like, go get collectibles. I'm just going to, like, fucking swing around the city and just play that on my phone. Or you could be playing Mario. I could be playing Mario, and I'll probably do that, too, because I'm <laughs> buying both on that day, because I'm a fucking lunatic. Um, I don't have time to play either of them, but I'm going to buy them both. Um, but, yes, as we mentioned before, Pax Oz was there. Cheers to 10 years. Um, we went, we went all three days with a little bit of an extra, uh, like half a day, I suppose. I guess that would, yeah, that would almost const, I guess it's, it's, it may as well have been part of PAX, even though it wasn't PAX adjacent, it was more Melbourne Games Week, but, um. Which is great. I love that, that Melbourne Games Week is always like the lead up to PAX. Yeah. It's well, always really nice. It seems like there was more stuff that people could have gone to this year as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm not sure if it was like, I think it was called like Parallels or something. There was a bunch of mm. talks I was doing and I, there was one for, um, oh, no, what's Ali's? Uh, and anti- antiquities or something like that. The um, god damn it! 
it's like antique. It's a, it's a pun of antiques or yeah, something. Yeah, and you think I'd be able to remember because I'm excited for it. Yeah, it looks great. Mystiques. Mystiques, that's it. There we go. A haunted antiquing game. Yeah, so there was a talk for that. There was parallels, and I was just like, oh, I really want, I want to know more about that game. Yeah. But um, yeah, it was, it was very cool to have that, the the MIG lead into PAX more. And having this big, yeah, basically this big celebration at Fed Square on a Thursday night. Mm-hmm. Sadly, dampened somewhat by rain. Yeah, it Melbourne was, decided yeah. it's like you know what, I'm a rain. It's like, but yep. it's been nice and sunny. Yeah, what? but I'm a rain. Too bad. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, it was the Melbourne Big Games Night okay. Out or something. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, and they had like live performances. Montaigne was there uh, with Tripod doing some stuff from Stray Gods. It was a Cult of a Lamb ritual. Yeah, which uh, I guess we'll get into that as well. We went to that was um, the main thing we went to. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> and it was it was weird, but in such a great way, like. Um, so if you've ever been to Melbourne, Fed, Fed Square, Federation Square is like in the center of the city, basically. Um, it's like this big sort of like meeting point. There's also like the Australian Center of a Moving Image there, Acme, um, which is a really cool place to go through, especially when they've got interesting, um, exhibitions and stuff going through. And, uh, yeah, so it was a great spot for it, but it was basically full of people. There was heaps was of packed. people there for this. For this particular event. Thousands of people. Um, and when we got there, we went to dinner first with with uh, Jesse and and uh, another good friend of the show, Keelan. Um, we went and had dinner with them and then we're like, all right, cool. We're going to roll down and go check out this thing. Because all it was advertised was like, at 8.30, it will be Cult of the Lamb, The Ritual. And everyone was like... Well, there was a Stray Gods fashion show before that. Yeah. And there but was I other think... stuff going through the yeah. night as well. Um, they had like uh, they had like esports tournaments and stuff as well, which is really cool. Yeah, on a big screen um, called the Edge it was like just past the main fence square area, which mm. yeah, it was very cool. Yeah, we we checked in afterwards to see some um, some Street Fighter Six action, which was nice. Um, and yeah, so we we get there and like projected over the walls, there was just like imagery from and like animations from Cult of the Lamb, and then a timer that was counting down, and then just the words "Join us." I hope all the normies in Melbourne were just really confused. Yeah, it was it was so bizarre, but like everyone who who was there obviously knew and was just like, "Fuck yeah, this is great." Yeah, but I was like, I just like had like the DJ up there who I think was the yeah we found the out music, the composer for the game. Yeah, I can't like, remember. I'm really yeah, I'm struggling to figure out who his name was again. Um, but uh, we found out at PAX that that was who it was. Um, and he was playing like tunes from the, the soundtrack and stuff. And then, um, then this like said ritual started. Um, and River Boy, River Boy, that's it. Um. Then the ritual started, and they basically had a collaboration with like a like a puppetry company in Melbourne, which um, I can't remember the name of them off the top of my head, but um, they had these, like, giant puppets and things and people going around. Just imagine, like, if you've ever seen, like, Chinese dragons, just imagine that, but, like, kind of more fucked up. Yeah, but weird. Yeah, like... (laughs) That, but weird. Kind of more, like, fever dream fucked up. Um, And they were just, like, dancing around and the DJ was going off and, like, the composer of the game was, like, going off. Uh, and then, like, every now and then there'd be, like, a little bit of, like, dialogue from the game where it was talking about, like, you know, what brought you here tonight? Was it sacrifice? Yeah. Was it power? Which was it... to just hilarious moments of, like, just this, this again, this mass of thousands of people. And if you're walking past Fed Square with no idea what was going on, you're just hearing these people in Fed Square, like, chanting sacrifice, sacrifice, or and praise the, the lamb. lamb. It's just like... Yeah. Happening, yeah, it was, and especially because, like, you know, Dan Andrews has recently stepped down, so yeah, yeah, it was, <laughs> it was very, it was, it was great, like, yeah, it was, they've some... gone off the deep end now, exactly. 
um, it was it was a lot of fun, um, and it was really cool. And then like the ritual ended, and everyone applauded it. And then then the the composer slash DJ just started fucking playing bangers. Yeah, just, just launched straight into um, Ponder Floor by Major Lazer. Like, I'm like, so we we went inside not too long after that. Yeah, um, but that, I've seen some shots from after that, and that's when the rain came in. Oh yeah, so everyone was out there sort of raving in the rain to this cult of a lamb DJ it doing was- like. You know, start dropping like mixing in like obviously bangers and like yeah. and also bangers from a game. It's like just really cool. So good, like um, yeah, it was a really cool situation. And we hung around for a little bit longer and saw tripods in a couple of songs as well. And but then the we, cold was too much. It was yeah, it just was too cold and wet. And like we've been sort of like traveling most of the day. And, I mean, like, as soon as we got back to the hotel, I was like, Joel, Montaigne's there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Montaigne's there. Yeah, it's yeah, it's fine. Everything's fine. Um, we ran. A, we we got to watch from unveil there. PC at PAX. We okay. did, yeah. That's good. The PC looks. It was a pretty cool sick. PC. Yeah. yeah. Um, Those aftershock guys make. Oh, dangerously good, good shit. Yeah. Um, but then, yeah, obviously, the next day was Friday, and it was the start of PAX, and we we travelled along. We did the queue hall. We waited in line for one day because I refused to ever have that many balls. Yep. being bounced around near my head, just yep. as a general rule. Yeah, any fair. any ball, no thanks. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. That's, I, I I didn't say anything then because I just wanted a nice <laughs> clean audio. So yeah, just take do with that what yep. you will. Yeah, um, that's fine. <laughs> um, it's all good. Oh, I get. I just wanted to. Sometimes I just want to browse my phone, and it was, we, like yeah. we saw people get phones locked out of their hands as well. Oh, yeah. I was just like, why? Why am I doing this? And also, why are you trying to take videos of this when there are these inflatable balls just yep. getting? like spiked it, yeah. around this cue hole. It was um, a madman. I will say this though. Um, I did get, I must say I got a little bit emotional um, when they play uh, the lyrical, the lyrical uh, song, his yeah. song that he did for like 10 years of packs. And they played that with like a nice little video montage. And it was just like, cause they posted that video, I think on Facebook yeah. a week or so ago. Um, yeah. I was like, Oh, that's really cool. I wonder if it, and it was cool to see it actually using the cue hole. Yeah. For, after the countdown. Yeah, it was nice to be there and like be at like at PAX and be like, oh, we've been we've done this ten times now, and it's like because we've been to everyone and we don't talk about the the uh, the uh, the um the desert, the plague years. Yeah, it's a gas leak year. Gas. It's fine. Um, yeah, and it's it was just really nice. I I must admit, I like I got a little bit teary. I was like, oh, this is lovely, and it just set the tone. Really I think nicely. if I hadn't if I hadn't heard a song already. But because I yeah. had, I was like, "Aha, uh-huh, my guard is up. You won't get me." Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, nah, I cried in the comforts of my own home. Fuck <laughs> you. Um, and then yeah, we we were released into the show floor. Um, booked it straight to Mario. Yes. So and we played Mario by a, a quarter past eleven. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like so. Usually, how packs. I mean, I say usually. It wasn't like this last year as well. So. Yeah. Usually there's like multiple big things. I'm like, well, if I plan out to get try to get to one of them each day, I'll be good. But this year, based on what they had, you know, confirmed, I was like, well, I need to play Mario. Yeah. As long as I get to Mario, that's good. So I'll try for it each day, and we'll see how we go. But uh, they had heaps of units set up, and you could go into groups of up to four, because obviously it's like full four player local co op. Mm-hmm. So that line was just get, it was blitzing. We, yeah. we were even within like I want to say 30, 40 minutes. Oh yeah, it was if, great. If that we were in and out in forty minutes, I would say mm-hmm. like it was it, it was, was it was a good like fifteen blazing. minute demo as well. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I get I, I was, was going to talk about it more, but like it was really fun. But because it was fifteen minutes and we were sort of. I mean, I was trying to not rush through it too much. But. No, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, and also, the game comes out next week. It does. Like, I'm but play, I'm as of recording, hell of it. Yeah, of it. as of recording, this time in a week, we'll have 
Um, I probably won't, I won't be playing it this time next week because we will probably be recording. Yeah. But I will be have played it during the day. I won't play it during the day. I'll I'll, I'll, it's like the lo- my second last day of holidays, so I'll, I'll be, be living it up. I'll be like fucking speed running this podcast so I can go home and play that or Spider Man. But um, yeah, look, it was really nice, and I think hindsight. If we'd known it was going to be like that, I probably would have gone to that story time with Erika Ishii. I mean, it would have um, been cool. The only reason I think we obviously had extra reasons to prioritise it because we had a couple of friends who were only going for the Friday and couldn't stay the whole day. So Yeah, exactly. I so am glad it, we got in and got, got a, a session with all four of us. Absolutely, the, yeah. Um, that was worth The traumatised gang who 100%ed Super Mario 3D World online. Oh, God. I'll never recover from that. That has done permanent damage to my psyche. Yeah. Yeah, no, like, the other day, Griffin was watching videos of Mario online, and, like, the direct, the direct for that popped up, and he was watching, he was like, oh, look at this new game, I'm like, no, no that's, a, that's not one, he goes, can we play it? And I was like, nope. <laughs> Daddy take- has traded that game in. Daddy's taking a hard stance here, and it's a no. That, 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 I am very excited that you're uh, excited about video games, and particularly Mario, but no. No. Absolutely Line not. in the sand has been drawn. Absolutely not. Um, Pick another one. Yeah, basically. Um, but yeah, and then, you know, what unfurled was like three days of super fun time. So, I mean, overall, Karen, what were your thoughts on the show itself this year? Because I know last year when we, we did our sort of like recap afterwards, we felt a little bit weird about it. Yeah. I mean, I think last year's felt weird just because it was the first one back after two years of COVID. So Mm. even when I was there, it was like... This doesn't feel right. I shouldn't be in a group of people. Like, there's too many people here. There's a lot of people. Um, and obviously, because it was fresh back, there wasn't much in the way of big attendees. Mm-hmm. And, like, this one was sort of similar, but, it, like, Nintendo showed up, and they showed up. It was a massive booth, which was yeah. awesome. Had, like, the full, like, the like the pipe set up for Mario. They had, like, a nice little Pokemon corner. Yep. With, the, like, lantern the, set up. and The they, My Nintendo store as well. Yeah, like, had a My Nintendo store. Um, so, yeah, that were good. That was back, and, it was, and that, that definitely helped it feel a bit more like a PAX. Mm-hmm. Um, also... I mean, it's the same every year. So many indies. That yeah. indie section was massive. It was I, huge. Thank God there's a, um, I think it's still up. There was like a Steam page for it because I needed to like recap half the shit that I saw. Like, Yeah, yeah. We saw some, stuff. I put, played a couple of cool things there. Um, shout out to Footy Bash. Oh, Footy Bash. Footy Bash, a game that I would probably not have actively played myself um, if it wasn't for uh, Jono and, and Brennan White. Like... <laughs> Um, like going yeah. We're gonna congrats play to Victors as well. Absolutely, reigns supreme in that game. And they 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 earned their hard earned socks. They, they, they wiped them. the floor with us. Um, but basically, Footy Jam is um, Footy Bash. Foot, sorry, Footy Bash is the reason I say Jam is because it's basically NBA yeah. Jam but with AFL football. Um, and I realized it's an ATM machine, but like AFL football, but like yeah, with AFL. Um. And yeah, it was it was really fun. Like, like what worked was it was just a really simple concept. Yeah. Like two halves. Um, I can't remember how long they went for, but it mm. was it was quick, and just like yeah, you've got your pretty basic controls of just you you each like you can have two players on each team. Mm-hmm. Um, you can control characters. You could swap to the nearest a character near the ball with one of the shoulder buttons. Yeah, one of the buttons was tackle, well punch I should say. Oh yeah, <laughs> leaving it was, it was lovely like- glorious. Splashes of blood. Oh, yeah. Just like, and, a true AFL fashion, of course. And it felt really good to do. When you hit someone, like, yeah. And you, the sound design for it is like, <laughs> this is, and you're like, oh, yeah, just like deck and, that motherfucker. Yeah, when they, hit, when they just hit the ground yep. as well. <laughs> it's like, 
Can't hit the umpires, but um, you I know, think Brendan at one point was just like, "I'm dead, like <laughs> I'm just full on dead." I'm not getting back up from that. Um, yeah, and then yeah, you can you can uh, like jump and mark the yeah. ball as well and stuff. It was it was really yeah simple concept and um, but fun. Like I can see it being one of those fun sort of party games, especially and like could honestly if they put in the work, could be the best AFL game. <laughs> I think so. It like, could easily be the best AFL game. I think so. And I think, like, I think, I don't know if it, it, he said it on a show before, but Jesse's gone on record by saying that, like, sports games like this, especially AFL games, should be, that's how they should maybe be. They shouldn't try, especially with they AFL, the, they shouldn't try for the realism. So they don't have the budget for it. They don't have the budget of, like, a FIFA or a Madden. Like, nah. they're barely getting by as it is. Exactly. And they're coming out broken, usually. Yep. Or, or I mean, like, not I mean, coming out with physical yeah. copies, yeah. Well, that too. I mean, I spend months and months having to fix it, and by that point, like, are you even selling the game even anymore? Like, yeah, it just, yeah. Smaller scale should be what they're going for, but I'm not. I'm, I mean, I, I'm sure they'd prefer to go bigger than this, but this one was a lot of fun. I I'm mean, actually, you're going to be keeping an eye on this game. Yeah, it, it's it's cool too because it is the type of game where it's like, if you were like footy mad, but you were also in the games, it would be the thing is like that's oh, half time fuck it, let's just boot up footy bash, we'll have a couple of matches, and then we'll get back to watching the footy. Like, that's, a, that's I, a good afternoon. I right? think I heard um, Jesse talking about it a bit with our have a friend of a show, Brod, because mm-hmm. Jesse and Brod played a, a quick match before we did the next day, I think we played yeah. on Saturday. Yeah. Um, and I, I, I'm pretty sure I heard Jesse talking, again, as, as not much of an AFL aficionado myself. Lost on me. Yeah. But he was pointing out that some of the players in the game vaguely resemble some AFL players. I'm like, that's just a nice touch. That's really cool. Yeah, I don't know. Um, this is a game... like. Like I said, very. I'm as like as as much of a sideline supporter as you can get mm. for football, but uh, this was fun. If the AFL was smart, look, I'm not getting crazy here, but like if they were and they really wanted to have like a, a like like a digital um, presence and things like that, they back this game and make it like. I don't know if they'd want to back it in its current form. <laughs> Well, yeah, I suppose it. Uh, but I think questions. it's fun as hell. Yeah, it's. Uh, yeah, I. Yeah, it was really fun. So Footy Bash was really cool. Um, I also checked out um, Diets and Deities, which is another one which is like I walked past and sort of like it caught caught me at the corner of my eye. It was basically a rhythm cooking game. Um, really cool. Had like um like very like Australian esque music. There was a lot of didgeridoo stuff. And I'm like, this is pretty sick. Um. And yeah, the developers afterwards were like, "Ah, oh, do you have any feedback for us?" And I was like, "Um, it, it was fun." It's, like, it's intimidating when they ask you. It's just like, I, I really am not qualified to say. No, no. <laughs> I basically offered up like, you know, oh, basically just moving across the track and like picking up things. Because I was like, "Oh, do you have to press a button every time you pick up a thing?" And the guy was like, "No, no, no. You don't have to. You just have to move across the track." I'm like, "Okay." I was like, "Well, maybe there's like another." button input or something that you could throw into the mix to sort of spice up how things play out. Um, and he's like, oh, yeah, that's actually pretty cool. I was like, look out. <laughs> um, and then, yeah, just a lot of, like, looking at um, various different indies out there. As a, Once again, gazing at Broken Roads, knowing that I'll be playing that in a month's time. Mm-hmm. Cannot wait. We obviously also ogled Dredge a bit as well. Yeah. Just like I love Dredge. Every t- it became the thing is like every time we walk past, we go, "Love you, Dredge." Love kiss- you. Kisses for Dredge. Kisses. Um, I hit a million sales while we were there. We're like, "Fuck yeah!" There you go, Dredge. You guys are superstars. I love you. Fucking again, ass. another game like next month DLC for that coming. I'll mm-hmm. be going back to that again. And a game that we pre- predominantly found out about at PAX. Yes, so. I found out about like pretty much last PAX, like mm-hmm. walking past the booth and being like, 
Hang on. What was this? <laughs> Actually, no, I think I, I think to go back to Ali from Mystics, I think she was tweeting about it and I was mm. like, what have you got here? What's this yeah, here what's again? This? And when I saw the packs, I was like, oh, this looks pretty bloody good. Just like, just like, hey, this <laughs> fucking, uh, like. Is uh, this unknowable, un- unknowable horrors fishing with uh, Resident Evil 4 inventory? Because I'm listening. Yeah, yeah. It was like, it's ticking a lot of boxes here. I was like, <laughs> it has ticked all the boxes. <laughs> fucking okay. Um, the game came out and it slaps. So. Buy it, buy it, get yeah. it. Also, the Call of the Lamb booth was great. Be disappointed. I have a tradition every year that's happened in the last three years now, the last three PAXs, where Devolve Digital are like, we're here, we're always going to, we're going to PAX Australia. I'm like, sick. And they always have great t-shirts. Like, they're always t-shirts. The first one in particular was great because it was Melbourne themed. It had like trams and stuff on it. And it was this really cool design. Really cool stuff. I'm like, all right, it's going to be my tradition every year. I'm going to buy a Devolver shirt every year because I love Devolver Digital. Like, I'm a big fan of their shit. Um, they publish really interesting games, some of my favourite games. And also, I cannot go past their, like, Devolver Directs. Like, they are just so good. Uh, you know, never forget um, fucking Mecha Suda 51. Like, come on. Um, Nina Struthers, check a look. And I was like, cool, going to buy my shirt this year. Went there, they didn't have, they didn't have Devolver shirts. They had Cold of the Lamb merch, which I was like, gone day. Well, I guess I'll line up for that. And then as we were in line, one of the well, reps... No, we, that... so we, went the, we went by the first day and we're like, I mm. wonder if we should queue for this. And we saw how long the line was and we're like, Huge. nah, I couldn't do it. Again, hindsight. like, But again, like, <laughs> such, it was such a long line and I... It was. It was moving I get, pretty quickly. I get why people do it, it, but I, I struggled to queue up too long to spend money. I'm like... I'd rather be doing something. I'd rather go somewhere and look at something. That's, I know, that's just me, though. I know. I understand when, that. When it's queuing to play a game, I'm more I'm like, yeah, sure. But like to to just to give money to someone, I'm like, I'll probably they'll probably put them on the website in like a few months' time anyway. I understand that, but also this Cold of the Lamb shows are fucking sick. They and were every, great, but I'm, after I'm that sure point, they'll be online. We, after that point, when we got told that they were sold out, and every time I saw someone wearing it for the rest of the weekend, I was just like, I just sort of like half jeer at them like, well that's because they're, they're true fans Joel god damn it um but still like Devolver's booth was cool like they uh, like obviously one half was Cold of the Lamb mm-hmm. and the other half was um Kamazoo Kama mm. that's cool there was actually there's an interview I can't remember what the website was where Devolver was talking about their investment in like Australian Indies mm-hmm. So, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Like, I, I find it hard to hold a grudge against them because their booth was rad. Yeah, and it was cool. Again, very Australian-focused. Yeah, 100%. Um, yeah, and then, uh, like, Dungeon Experience was there. JD yeah, you know, oh showing that off. Which, every time I walk past and watch it for a little bit, I'll oh be like, my God. my God, that game looks good. <laughs> I cannot wait. It's going to be an insane experience, but it looks great. Uh, shout out to uh, New Blood who are also one of my new favourite publishers, indie publishers as well. Um, They had a good good presence there. They have the last few years, and they've got some really cool stuff, um, which is just reminding me, I need to check out Fallen Aces, the demo for Fallen Aces, which is one of the new ones they had there. Um, It's like a 1920s gangster, like cel-shaded first-person shooter. What was the name of that match match three dating sim um i think i've got the card dungeon hearts i think think yeah matchmaker dungeon hearts or something dungeon hearts matchmaker yeah that looks really cool as well um yeah the pitch that one of the devs gave to us they were like it's basically we wanted to make like a, a dating sim game but like not like for everyone so they want to make it as inclusive as possible so they're like cool well you're a skeleton and you're trying to do kisses on a whole bunch of different like 
fantasy monsters. And to do that, you play a match three puzzle game. And I was like, fucking, yeah, that sounds great. I want to be a skeleton to do, do smooches on an orc. Yeah, let's do that. That sounds great. Yeah. I like, can't, I can't, yeah. Very, very cool what stuff. Else was there? Um, I looked at a couple of things that weren't new, but every time I look at them, I'm like, I look forward to playing you. Mm. Like, there was Jump Light Odyssey was there. Mm. That's a game that's in early access already, but um, I'm very keen to play that. Dark, yep. Web, Dark Web Streamer was there, yes. another game that I'm excited about. What was the DJ Hero esque one that you were looking at? That's been there for a while. Oh, that's been there okay. a few years. Um, Spin Rhythm XD. It's out already, but they've been doing really cool stuff by. Um, Having lots of competitions and stuff, it's really neat. It's like it's like a like a rhythm, like like a DJ hero, guitar hero rhythm game, that basically um, involves you sort of like spinning a track as well, like and sort of like being able to move between it and things like that. Um, it's uh, the cool thing about it is they've made it so that you can play it with an actual like DJ controller. That's so good, yeah. Um, and I'm like. I completely forgot. I didn't put two and two together. I was like, "Oh, I have, I have, I have one of those now. I can play that game. I should probably get it." Copycat was another one that was interesting as well. Yes, yeah, Copycat it's was like really this cool. Weird game where you're just a cat and you come back to your house and you find out there's a cat that looks exactly like you. That's already there. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, okay, I'm intrigued. Yeah, it's like it's a great hook. Um, yeah, there's some really cool shit. Um, Cuisiners as well is another one that's coming out in like a month's time. Yeah. Um, yep. I'm really into that. It's, again, it was just like a fucking action RPG roguelike cooking simulator. And I was like, yeah. We missed it, but there was a Plucky Squire presentation on yes. a Sunday. Yeah, I'm sad about that. gutted, but mm-hmm. I missed it. Yep. Yeah. Um, um, there's a lot of really good stuff on, on display. Yeah, shout out to Killbug by Samurai Punk as well. That looks really fun. It's out at the moment. It's like a just like an arena shooter, like a score chaser arena shooter. I'm like, yeah, it sounds like a good time. If you are curious and you weren't there, you can, if you Google PAX Oz 2023 or PAX Oz Steam, there is a, like a hub page that Steam has actually got set up for like all the PAX Oz stuff, which is again, just awesome. Yep. Puts it all in one area, does it by genre. You can let you know what there's demos that you can play. All sorts of good stuff. Also, you know, I mean, like, Good coinciding that with um, Steam Next Fest. Steam yeah. Next Fest. When I opened up Steam to check this, I was like, "Shit, it's uh, Next Fest." Yep. Yeah. yeah, Steam Next Fest is going on right now. Um, I haven't even checked what games have got demos that I want to play yet. Yeah. Good thing I've got a week off, huh? Oh, I don't anyway, um, so that was that was the show floor, and then you know, all your usual trappings of like your PC companies, like. Sh- Spruiking stuff. Yep, ROG, Spruiking there, Unit 2, and then yep. Galleon. Yeah. Which I was so close to getting. Yeah. And like you and Jesse nearly had me. Oh, and then man. Other, another good friend, Josh, um, came through and managed to talk me down. I was like, yeah, you know, yeah, you are right. And then I found out it only came in a ridiculous bundle. I'm like, well, I don't want to pay $480 at the show today for that. So I'm out. I'm out. It was like, I, 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 was, I was so mad. I, I don't think I could ever be mad. At Josh, but I was a little mad at Josh because I was like, we just the way, he, just the way he came in, was just like, oh, it's not that great though. I'm like, all right, I trust you. I was like, <laughs> I was like, God damn it, we have been doing the fucking legwork these last two days. Jesse and I were ropeable. Um, anyway, that was just because we'd bought backbones and I bought a pair of fucking audio. And I got out, I got pretty, I, pretty much all my money went towards eating and drinking. I, I mean, honestly, <laughs> if I'm being completely honest, all the stuff I wanted to get while I was there that I'd sort of had a plan, I was like, Devolve t-shirt, not there, sold out. Um, uh, the fucking Blades in the Dark RPG book, like, 
non-existent. Didn't even see it there. That's that D&D partnership. I reckon it might have something to do with that, honestly. Um, and then something Kirby-related for my son. And I did find something. You found something for me on, on the Sunday, which I ended up getting for him. And then um, it was, if we'd just gone to Southern Cross. Yep, there was Gatcha ha- there. Gatcha capsule machines right there with little plush Kirbys. To be fair, he was very excited by his little figurine. Because um, I got the, the Gatcha as well. But he was very excited by his figurine and it sits on his bedside table. So, like, Kirby looks over him. Getting him started young with the collectibles. Yep. And then he's got his, his Kirby. It's a gadget. dangerous, dangerous, like, gateway you've opened to him. Yep. His plushy Kirby is on his backpack because it had a little key ring thing. Nice. So, I'm like, oh, chuck it on his backpack. Um,. But yeah, all the stuff I wanted to get. So I ended up just buying things that I, I didn't think I needed, but I'm like, all right, fuck it. Well, we, we did preemptively spend money mm-hmm. that hasn't been taken out of our accounts yet in the tabletop area. We did, yes. Uh, not a bad tabletop area this year. It was but, good. Uh, I think the highlight, if we're being completely unbiased about it here, was uh, One Last Score, uh, which another friend of the show, yeah. Mr. Liam Gordes, he, uh, uh, he, he and his uh, good friend Isaac launched their Kickstarter the day before for a uh, heist-based card game called One Last Score, which we've had the pleasure of actually playtesting like a year ago. Yeah. Um, and they were like, yeah, we're going to be at PAX and stuff. And I was like, oh, okay, cool. And then, yeah, PAX rolled around. They're like, yeah, we're going to booth. And like, I'm like, fuck yeah, that's great. They had that massive like world map outside the main theater. Yep. And every time I walked past, I was like, one last score right, right like, there. There we are. I know those guys. I know those guys. <laughs> They're pretty cool. Um, also, so yeah, if you do like, um, like tabletop games, especially like easy to learn, fun, quick party game ones, like vibe ones, um, one last score is definitely worth looking out. Um, the campaign's still going. I think it's got like, 30 days left or something like that. They've already hit their target. Which They're looking at stretch goals. You, yeah. can, you can find them on Twitter where they are at one last score TTG. Yeah. If you're curious. Uh, it's if, worth, worth looking at because the videos are just oof, really it, good. Yeah, it's great. Um, and then the card art is oof, really good. It's just really good. It's it, I mean, this is a fucking good game. And they had, they, had, they had people just like like lining up to play games over the weekend, which is really, really cool to see. Um, we just like, we check in with them every now and then. We're like, Hey guys, doing like yeah, we're fucking killing it. Like, <laughs> we're gonna play another game now. So, <laughs> um, yeah, uh, the tabletop stuff was really good. I, I I feel like the tabletop area was a bit small this year. I think. See, I don't know if I agree because like, you gotta remember they, they took classic out and put it on the, the expo floor. So yeah. actually, technically, tabletop had an extra bit of space. Yeah, but I reckon they. I don't know. I the, we- about- the weirdest thing about the entire other half of the show was just like if you wanted to play. But unreleased, yeah. Tekken Eight. It was in one of the corners of console free play. Yep. And I was just like, all right. I mean, I guess I don't know if this was the last minute thing. Or I was like, honestly, that's probably pretty cheap for Namco for Bandai Namco. I'd just be like, I'll just take these four screens, like eight screens here, yeah. and that's where you can play Tekken Eight. If we you're found curious. out about that on Saturday, as I know. Well. Like, and like a good chunk of the way through the day, like, yeah, it was wild. From from Brennan and. Jono, wasn't it? Yes. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah, yeah. they just went to play it. Yeah. We, we caught up with them just as after they played it. Um, yeah. So uh, the the tabletop area was really great. Um, we also went along to some some. I mean, you went to some panels. We went to some live performances and things like that as well. Yeah. We saw um, a very cool cons- the consoles performance, which was just a fun video game concert. Also, audience based rhythm game, which was just a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was really neat. Like they got like audience members out of the crowd to do like fun little activities with them as they played music. I'm still kicking myself I didn't put my hand up. They were, they were doing, like, a guess a song, and they'd start with, like, the drums, and then they'd bring in the bass, and they'd bring in the keys and stuff, and it was, like, 
you could put your hand up and be like, I know what the song is. And out, they'd split this, the, the crowd up into like three sections. And our section section went first. And the drum started. And I leant over to Kyra and I was like, that's Beneath the Mask from Persona 5, I reckon. And you were like, oh, yeah, I think so. And you, then, you haven't even played all of Persona 5 Royal. Well, fucking, I know, but I know Beneath the Mask. I played all of the base games. Fake fan. Fucking shut up. I would if I goddamn could. I lent you a copy of the Switch version. I bought the PS4 I'm just, version. I'm just adding you on the show. It's okay. Don't worry about it. I own the PS4 version. I, I would love to. I would really love to. We are to literally hitting game. a point where I'm just going to I'm gonna just start talking about the extra semester. I think it's just going to have to be the way it is. <laughs> I th- honestly, I just I don't think I have time to go through it. And it really hurts me to say that because I fucking love that game. Well, you've got a backbone now, so. That's a very good point. Just saying, you could probably remote play your PS4 copy from your PS5 to your phone. That's a very good point. Hmm, Leave that with me. Um, um, Anyway, Uh, but yeah, and lo and behold, it was Beneath the Mask. But uh, the best part, I think the highlight was, apart from the music itself, which was top-notch. The consoles are so good. Look them up on Spotify if you haven't. They just do incredibly cool video game jazz covers. It's just, yeah, they're great. Yeah, really cool shit. Um, the, but yeah, the highlight for me was um, they had a part where they were on the three people out of the audience because they wanted to have some people to jam with them on stage. And as they were saying, they're like, well, we've only got one instrument, but we can share it. And then they got the three audience members up on the stage. And they're like, here's the instrument. And it was a Switch controller. And everyone was like, okay. And then it was like, all right, this is how we're going to jam. And then they sort of put up on the, the, the big screen display at the back. Um, Animal Crossing. And they'd had, like, a room set up with, like, a whole bunch of instruments in there. And that was the way that they got uh, each of the audience members to jam with them, um, which was very funny uh, and very, very enjoyable. Um, so that was a really good concert, and it, I, I really enjoyed kicking along to that. Um, I think you went to you went to a, a, another panel that night. That was on um, Friday. Friday? Yeah, that was the one I went to the, um, the horror panel, which mm. was just, again, just great. Like, yep. Um... I mostly went there because I, I subbed to one of the, the Twitch streamers who was on there, but also like, um, which was um series of blurs, but also Ruby Ines from um, Back Pocket was there. Which, uh, Kyron's, Kyron's like MVP for the weekend. Absolutely. Yeah. Ruby Ines is my MVP for the weekend. Yeah. My God. Between that panel and the panel on Saturday night that I went to, which was um like ranking the best companions in uh, video games. Great, great idea for a panel. It's just absolute superstar. But all like, I mean, Runner Up does also go to... um. Keep Paul, talking and nobody's Paul, yeah, bowels Paul Verhoeven and Rad as well for keep yeah, for eating hot wings and trying to play keep talking. Um, yeah, yeah. It, I, I caught the last like 15, some 10 minutes of that. It bombs was great. with their eyes watering from hot spice. It's just like you, you're brave. It was it was very, very funny. Brave. Yeah, I caught the yeah the aftermath of that and it was oh rough. Shout out to uh, Chris Straw for coming in later yeah. to panel with milk. <laughs> just like a, a whole bunch of milk <laughs> for them. Which and, only Paul could have. <laughs> yeah, because uh, Rad was fucking lactose like, intolerant. Um, yeah. Uh, on the Saturday night, I ended up going to something I've been wanting to go to at PAX for the last few years, um, which is, I think it's John Robertson. Um, yeah, it has his sort of like... he des- They describe it as like the world's first live action video game. And I got fucking raked over the coals for saying that. I'm like, I'm just reading what it says on the website. It's not true. It's it is when you actually see it and feel like the what the tone of what he's trying to say with that. Anyway, it's this thing called the dark pl- the dark room, uh, and the dark room is yeah, it's basically like an interactive like 
text-based adventure um, slash comedy improv show where, um, yeah, Paul Robinson uh, is on stage. Sometimes he spent a lot of time in the crowd. Um, and, yeah, it, basically you've got... The whole idea is you've got... Uh, you, you're awake to find yourself in a dark room, which is how every run starts, and the whole he gets the whole crowd to chant along. So even if at first you don't know what's going on, by the end of it you're screaming, you're awake to find yourself in a dark room. Um, the whole idea is you need to find the light switch, turn the lights on, find your family, and escape the dark room. Um, but you have four prompts on the screen. He was getting people out of the audience to do things, and he was doing different like bits and pieces here and there. And he was also doing like whole crowd ones where like everyone would cheer as he would point with a torch. To and the fun part was, it was a dark room. Like there was no lights in the room. He has this like costume that he wears over his shoulders, which looks like. Um, like, some sort of, like, Final Fantasy shoulder armor pauldron thing, but then it has, like, rope lights that go around, so he was still, like, relatively illuminated, um, but everything else, it was, we were literally in the main theater, and all the lights were off, and it was awesome, uh, and then, yeah, he would, uh, use a torch to point at the, the answers, and everyone would cheer. Um, and usually it starts with like, you know, find the light switch, like turn on the lights. And it's like, how do you turn on the lights? You don't know where the light switch is. You are in a dark room. You cannot see. And it will give you four more options. Um, and it was just, yeah, he would just berate the audience in the most nicest possible way to the point where there was, um, a a girl sitting in the front row, the first person he picked out, she was in the front row. And after like the first couple of things he asked her even he could feel that like she was like a little like the anxiety was kicking in and he was like he sort of stopped and was like are you okay are you do you want to keep going and she's like oh I don't know and he goes look that's totally fine we could pass off and she goes can I give it to my can I pass off the controls to my sister and he goes absolutely that sounds great can we all give a massive round of applause for our first participant you've done an amazing job Got everyone to applaud her. It's like really good. It's like you'll still get a prize. Rah, rah, rah. And he passed it over to her sister. Her sister, who was dressed as like the fucking puppet Five Nights at Freddy's like creepy thing with the giant knife hands. And he 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 got genuinely uncomfortable then. Um and it got to the point where like he was like calling on her during the show to like freak out other people that he was trying to talk to. Um it was so much fun. Like, I, my face hurt from laughing so much afterwards. It was just, it was a really fun time. Um, and yeah, I think it'll be my new, like, tradition at PAX. It's like, I've got to go to a, to the dark room because it's, it, you will have a good time. I highly recommend it. Is, it is only true if I say, like, but panels at night. <laughs> yeah. Great. It's, it's when shit gets real weird and it's super fun. Unhinged. And I'm, I am all about unhinged content. Yeah. Absolutely. It's my jam. Absolutely. Um, there's one more element we haven't really spoken about, uh, one more stage area that we haven't really spoken about, uh, that this packs. Yes. Uh, well, not this packs, it's been the last couple of packs, yes. but it's been getting bigger and it's bigger. It's been moving around year. a bit, but I think the last two years, it's current, it's, it's location has been really good. Yeah. I think it's a great location for it as well. Uh, and that is the, um, Oz Speedruns, um, had their stage set up for the entire weekend, raising money for, um, uh, Game on Cancer. Uh, and yeah, they had a whole bunch of runs on over the weekend, including the aforementioned friend of the show, Josh, 
uh, Cass, he was doing his um, any percent control run. Inbounds. Um, uh, inbounds as well. Um, and uh, on the Sunday. And it was a great way to sort of finish off our packs as well. The best part of it was that um, his commentator for his run was his own mother. So good. Who had learnt the run. and So wholesome. It, it was so much fun. MVP of that run, by the way. I was watching it with a friend, um, and she was just like, "That's when I told her that, she's like, that's the best. I'm like, I know, right? It's just, it's awesome. It's so good. Um, and yeah, we sat and watched the, that, we watched that whole run, and it was great just to see like Josh Dewey sing, and it's ugh, absolutely killing the game at the moment. Um, and yeah, like they got to like, I don't know, I didn't see what the final total, total, like, total was it um, that they raised. But at that point, which was like two, three o'clock in the afternoon, they were at like, 16 grand or uh, 15 grand or whatever that point. Um, but yeah, really, really cool stuff. They had some really interesting runs over the weekend as well. Um, we were very excited to, to see, to see Josh Dewey sing up there as well. If you'd like to hear more about Josh and how much he loves control, uh, go check out love letters on the story mode network, uh, with our good friend, Jesse. Uh, the, the most recent episode at the moment is, oh, it, it, it has just gone up as Lord of the Rings. Yes, Fellowship right. of a Ring. Yeah, um, a fantastic start to one of the best trilogies of all time. Yeah, that I have definitely seen all three movies. I've seen that one. Um, and yeah, so, so uh, just a, they raised um seventeen thousand two hundred dollars. That's fucking awesome. And generosity raised like twenty something. I want to say it was in the thirties. I actually think they got to thirty. Um, but. Yeah, I want to say they got to 30,000 over the weekend. Um, oh my god. Holy shit. Live fact 40, check. 40k. $40,000. Man, generosity. We've got the right idea given. Pax has got the right idea given. That's, them that's definitely theater. something I want to try to like stick my head in more often. Yeah. That's, a lot of the clips I've seen from that seemed very fun. Yeah, shout out to Callan. Yes. From Game Train. Um, doing amazing work over there as well. Uh... But yeah, if you would like to hear Josh talk about his love of control, go listen to the, uh, the control episode of Love Letters, where Josh and Jesse sit down and talk about um, speedrunning that game and all the fun things that that game does and what they realize they love so much about it. So very much a good time. Uh, is there anything else you want to touch on about about PAX this year? Um, I mean, not really. Like, I thought the show... I mean, I didn't, I didn't hate the show last year, but this definitely felt a bit more like a usual PAX. We still spent a Fair amount of time at Bodies. Yes, we did. We <laughs> but also did. a bit of time wandering down a promenade, eating down there as well, which is great. Shout out to the Tessie Pearl, um, having a D and D like shot game. Yeah, which I want to say, hey, we did this for our friends Bucks Party way back in the day. This is the thing we, we did. Oh god. Yeah, we did this See, already. I had erased that from my memory. Yeah, um, we did this already. We, um, we did. We were idiots. There was there was a little bit more finesse with it. Uh, the Tessie Pearl in general was great because they actually kind of leaned pretty heavily into the fact that it was PAX weekend. They had themed, they had a knack cocktail. They did. They had a knack cocktail. They had a knack cocktail. Somewhere Mark Cerny is smiling. Yeah. And I'm happy for him. Yeah. And I love the fact that they like full in, and they had like esports playing on, they had like Dota runs. And wasn't stuff. it like from, I mean, wasn't one of them at least from the arena? It was. Yeah. yeah so that's they were like cool. live streaming stuff from the arena on the show floor. Um, they were also playing like great pop punk and like emo shit in there as well. They were selling cheese, Philly cheesesteaks, but they had this D and D table. Whereas at $10 shots, you roll a D20, and depending on what you roll, it was what shot you got. 
Um, Jesse and I did it uh, once. We wanted to go back and do it again, but we never ended up doing it. Um, I had like a, a pirate's latte, which was um, like Kraken black, uh, like Kraken coffee and rum, and then like uh, like Bailey's on top, and it was fucking delicious. Uh, so so good. Uh, so yeah, that that were my my shout out for the weekend. The plus plus five was good too for good pizzas as well. They were good pizzas. Pizzas yeah. were really nice. So. I ate pretty good. Yeah, we and did, I, and I drank pretty good. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we did well. And I think that's that probably leads us to like the, the the last point I wanted to touch on about about packs and the weekend itself is just it was just fucking good to see awesome people like fun people across all three days we had very much we had good crossovers for a lot of people four days know. technically because yeah, we days, like you yeah, know the, the, right. on the Thursday night we still got to hang out with um with with Jesse and Keelan so yeah, it was really nice true. um and yeah it was just great to just catch up with people and just hang out we just like walk the show floor and then we go outside. Then we fucking go to a panel, or we go to Bodie's, or we, you know, get a just, drink. Yeah, we just do all this random shit. We we met like a whole bunch of really awesome people this year, and 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 that's that's what sticks with me with about packs. Um, I love the fact that I you know bought a backbone, I bought some new earbuds from Audio Technica, and that was great. Played Mario, played Mario, um, and, and, and like finally got to go to the dark room and like all this sort of stuff, like but. I don't know, just getting to catch up with people. Um, that's what, I, that's, that's what people. I love most about it now as well. And then the bonus is that we get to go into like a really cool packed show floor and yes. like see some cool shit and go to some cool panels and buy some fun things. And it was just, it's, it's just such a, a good vibes. Weekend. Tell you what, I have a grudge against that Macca's booth though. Yeah. How dare you? Yeah. I mean, I didn't expect there to be anything, you know, Macca's food related, but when I saw it, the like the knowing sigh was very real. <laughs> I was prepared like, for it because I think, oh, of course, it's just for this. <laughs> I saw it pop up somewhere online, and I was like, oh, okay. Like honestly, yeah, when I saw Macca's on the map, I didn't expect him to actually have a a van thing there because I figured the rest of the places would be like, no, yeah. But um, still, was just like, oh man. Could you imagine if they did have a van <laughs> and they were selling food? Can you sure. imagine that fucking line? It would be where everyone would be. That line would. Be they would have to like. They'd have to make it a bit more expensive again to sort of oh, make they'd it have fair. To jack that price up, yeah. Like, yeah. You gonna pay that MSEC like <laughs> fucking taxes on that shit? Um, but again, I didn't eat out of much of the MSEC stuff. I was mostly down to promenade. So I'm... I know we yeah we lived large this year. It was nice. It was, it was we live. I mean, you say we live large. What we spent down at promenade probably would have been what we spent on the floor for less. That's actually very honestly. True. That's actually very true. I've spent some time at those like little cafe setups and it's like you line up and you pay and you sit down and you're like, oh. I will say this though. they The selection of food trucks and stuff that they had good. in the show floor yeah. was actually quite abundant. And it was good. A yeah. really good selection of stuff in there. Um, so that was really cool to see as Absolutely. well. Absolutely. That was definitely an improvement. Mm. Um, I just, uh, PAX is so much fun. It I'm is. Like, it really is. We'll fucking be back there next year. Like I'll be there all three days like yep. a lunatic. Yep. Um, like I said, Apparently next year's 20 years of PAX as a whole, so... Yep. Screw it. Shout out to 7-Eleven for having, <laughs> um, like, low-sugar butterscotch slurpees that, like... Shout filled... out to that 24-hour subway. And also the 24-hour subway, yeah, which stopped me from having a fucking diabetic hyper on Thursday night, which was great. And the vending machines that introduced me, at least, like, I know you'd already heard of them, but oh, solo yeah. lemon limes... That changed my life. <laughs> that was my, that was one of my favorite parts because like, like I know I talk a lot of shit and like I talk I, I get very excited about things very easily and I think a lot of like like you and a lot of our friends have like grown to just be like ah Joel's Joel's on a tirade again he's off on his 
off on his hype train again. And it was just nice to be like vindicated. No, solo lemon lime is lemon lime is that good. It's fucking great. Like I will yeah. I will be hunting it to the ends of the earth now. It's yeah, it's a, it's a hard find too. And we went back to get more of it and it was gone. Sold out. Absolutely gone. Those bastards. Yeah, absolutely. Um but yeah. Uh oh actually, that's one thing I didn't bring up as well. The I got to do the brushes and brews with Bethesda. Yes, you did on Sunday, which was a, a really a, one of my favorite parts of the weekend. Honestly, um, I started the day by going to yeah, getting to go to this like little VIP area upstairs because it was a ticketed event overlooking but, the tabletop area initially. Yeah, I might actually put those photos up on Twitter as well if you want to have a look and go check me out on Twitter and have a look. Um, Liam, Liam found himself in the photos. Like, yeah, that's, that's me. <laughs> my phone actually, like the vid- the pictures I took, actually pieced them together as oh, really? a, a fucking panoramic oh, wow. shot, and I'm like, that's fucking awesome. I did, the, my phone was just like, we made a new panoramic photo for you. I'm like, what? And I like opened it up, and I was like, holy shit, that's like three separate photos I took at different times, and it sort of works. Um, but yeah, so uh, I got to go to this. Uh, it was a ticketed event. Um, I managed to get a ticket for the session because I had, uh, it was basically like a paint and sip class with different Bethesda games. So they had, uh, Starfield, Fallout 76, they had, um, Elder Scrolls Online, and they also had Hi-Fi Rush. So all the other ones had sold out except for Hi-Fi Rush, which I was like, brilliant. Managed to get a ticket to it. And so I went along. Um, we got like two free drinks that we got to have and I had I started, I was like, like 10.45 and I'm having like a nice pale ale. Um, and I'm sitting there with my, my pale ale and then they had like boxes of shapes that you could just get. And then artisanal popcorn. I had apple pie popcorn. It was fucking delicious. Um, but I, they also had some other snacks as well, which I'm actually going to, I'm going to bring them out in a second because I'm going to do a live taste test of this one. Um, but yeah, I got to do a Hi-Fi Rush painting, which was of 808, the little um, awesome robot cat from Hi-Fi Rush. Um, and we got a whole bunch of freebies. I got like a pin, which I've now found out is actually quite a rare pin. Um, you could only get it from doing this uh, paint and sip class or they gave them out. I, I, saw, I to, saw some people, heard, I heard some people were going to like Bethesda's like little cosplay meetup. So yeah, yeah. they were, they, I don't think you could buy those. Like not the first one. I know there was a Starfield one, but apparently you could buy yeah. that. But there was a it was Fallout specifically, wasn't it? Oh, it it got Pip Boy on Pip it, but Boy, I think yeah. it was to, it was to celebrate ten years of Paxos because the surfboard's yeah, got a uh, number ten on it's, it. It's Fallout, it's yeah. Like, yeah. But um, Pip think, Boy is Fallout. I think Dog Meat's on it as well. It's right here, I've got it somewhere. Well, dog Meat's also Fallout. <laughs> I know, but I'm just saying. Like, I'm just saying it's a Fallout. Pin. I, I got I got a fucking T sixty five Power Armor pop vinyl as well because we were looking at them on the table and they were like, "Oh, you guys can have one of those if you want." <laughs> Well, I'm gonna take one. It's a fucking like cool Nuka Cola one. I'm like, Power Arm looks sick. Could be worth something later. It, it, pop, it, exactly. Pop, pop vinyls are weird. Yeah, yeah, weird like that. Um, but the cool thing as well, that and one of the reasons why I wanted to do it, um, not only because it was a, a cool experience that they did, um, was that John Johannes, the game director of Hi-Fi Rush, was there. They flew him out just to hang out with people as they were doing their painting. Um, and I got to meet him and say how much I really enjoyed his game and that it was awesome. And I got a photo with him as well, which I think I did put up on Twitter as well. Um, you can see my artwork there as well, which is not great. Joel was um, too harsh on himself. He is not good. Uh, yeah, an hour Joel, and a half. Joel, tell me, how, much, how often do you paint? Never. Well, there you go. And this is why. 
I think, it, I think it was evident as well. God damn it, Joel. It was evident why I don't do it. God damn it. It's <laughs> fine. It's fine. No, I'm proud of my, my derpy looking at 808. I love him. Um, yeah, so it was a really cool experience. But one of the snacks that they had was to celebrate the recent release of Starfield. Um, oh, God. The peak there, Joel. My God. Yeah. You're blowing the mic out. It's... Oh, sorry. <laughs> so this is... Uh, I, I'm about to open this. They had chunks, which apparently in Starfield, the whole idea is like their food. There's like a food restaurant that like you can get any food in the galaxy, reduced down into like a little chunk, and they're called chunks, and you can buy them. Right. So they had actual chunks there. Now these are marshmallows, right? So they had two different flavors. I picked up one of each. Um, I'm only going to try one of them tonight because it's the, the fuck of wildest one. The first one was like red cheesecake or something, and I'm like, that's gonna be like a red velvety kind of vibe. I feel sounds delicious. Love that kind of shit. The other one they had now again, these are marshmallows, right? Like very well made marshmallows, very big chunky ones. The other flavor they had was grilled chicken. Um, so I have it here. I'm gonna try and open it. I haven't really thought this through. No, he he truly hasn't. It's all right. Van for me. It's fine. While Joel is messing with some of the messier, like the noisiest things I've seen in my heard of my life, I will say that I haven't played Starfield, so the, the the reverence and the importance of chunks lost on me entirely. Me too. But I was like, it's a neat little tie-in. All right, I've got the bag open now. Joel, take a whiff of that. Oh, it smells strange. <laughs> it smells very strange. Okay. I can smell it from here. It is a sizable chunk. I would say that is a chunk. Yes. Yep. So there's three in there. I'm gonna I'm gonna take a bite of one now. So um, here we go. Joel, what do you think of your chunk? <laughs> I'm confused. The chicken hasn't really come through. Boy, the sm- it, the odor is powerful. <laughs> it. I mean, as a marshmallow, it's a good marshmallow, but. Do you, yeah, do, you, com- do you taste the chicken? I don't, and that's what I'm confused about. Do you taste the grill? <laughs> Weirdly, yeah. <laughs> well, at least one part of it's, you know, accurate. I mean, it's, it's a good marshmallow. I'm not going to not eat these. They're actually quite nice. <laughs> like, I'm surprised at how good they are. I was expecting it to be a bit wilder, but that's not bad. Well, I'm, I'm glad you're happy with your chunks. Mm, that's good. So, there we go. I'm just going to put that down there. <laughs> um, yeah, please don't continue eating a marshmallow on the show. Yeah, I'm not going to. I kind of want to because it's really good, I'm actually. Ask, I'm asking you to not. <laughs> mm. I should be finished. Like, you're, you're drawing a line. You're drawing a line of sand with, like, Mario 3D. Well, this is my line mm-hmm. of sand. <laughs> yeah, fair Please enough. do not eat any more of that marshmallow. I can't even describe what the flavor is. Like, Well, I would hope it would be grilled chicken, but it sounds like it's not. It's not. It's more marshmallow than anything. Well, hang on. It smells like marshmallow. Hang on, the outside. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I was expecting like a real like sweet and salty balance, but the salty's not coming through. And that's why I thought it was thought. Anyway. So it's so what you're saying is it's no chicken and a biscuit. It's not chicken and a no biscuit. And a biscuit. <laughs> I was expecting like a marshmallow, like just dusted in that shit. Like <laughs> And honestly, I would have like been you know, like, that reminds me of reminds me of when I tried those um <clears throat> Donut King twisties. Yeah. Very similar, but I'm like, Whereas like, it looks like a twisty, then you bite, you're like, oh, that is 
There's a twisty dipped in cinnamon. Yeah, this that is, is what that is. Very similar. I was like, yeah, it's just it's just a marshmallow. And again, a very good marshmallow. But I believe the marshmallow company. Um. It's like a good quality marshmallow, but I kind of want them to go a bit weirder with it. So out of 10, how many grilled chickens would you give that? Well, I mean, grilled chickens, yes. probably a two, there because it's like there's no grilled chicken that's in the, it. That's, that's what I want to rate it on, Joel. I can't, yeah, yeah. As a marshmallow, though, good stuff. I, I didn't ask for that. Well, I'm giving you that. So oh, it's a little fun. bit of bonus extra content there. Jesus. But, you know, on that note, PAX is all over for one another year. <laughs> it is over. Um, Yeah, wow. It, it's funny, because like, it was gone an instant. <laughs> it, yeah, and it always does too. Yeah, I didn't even check like the the progress bar, the Pax Progress Twitter account this year. Oh, I didn't they, the, These are like yeah, Pax is like sixty two percent done. You're like oh, you avoid that because it makes you sad. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And I feel like not having seen that, maybe I felt I don't know it ended like it didn't really hit me until like we started getting settled in for Josh's run, I was like, oh, fuck up. There's, like, only a few hours left. That's true. Oh, jeez. And <laughs> also, go. like, we left the show at, like, 6 o'clock. We're like, well, it's all done. Let's go. And then we walked straight to the train and went home. Like, that's... That was... And then I passed out on my couch with Maccas in my hand. <laughs> yeah, I didn't even get Maccas. What did I do? I went home and just, like... I think I just went to bed. Like, honestly, it was like, I'm done. I'm cooked. <laughs> Absolutely cooked. But, um... But, yeah... I think it was a great show this year. Me and too, me too. Again, I think the highlight was just, like, getting just to hang out with people. It's PAX vibes. Mm-hmm. The, and vi- like, the vibes were peak. And it was, like, hanging peak out with vibes. people without, like, yeah. <laughs> hanging out with people without, like, putting pressure on to hang out with people. Like, there was, there was no pressure to do so. It was like, we're just going to go out. Like, we're going to go over to fucking Bodie's. There's like, uh, let's just message whoever and see what they're doing. And they're just like, drop a thing going, we're going to eat, who's coming? Yeah, exactly. And it was just, it was really nice. Like, I, it was quite, like, we were doing something at all times, but it was still relaxing. Yeah, like, even if we weren't on the show floor. Yeah, yeah, no, I definitely agree. I'm really excited to see what next year's show is like, because it feels like they are building back up to where they were before mm-hmm. COVID robbed us of all our joy yeah. and all of our fun. Yep, yeah. Um, we did also forget to mention there was a very nice mural that sort of like mm. covered the 10 years. Unfortunate selection of images from the uh, the COVID years, but um, yeah. I guess we'll overlook that for the time being. Yeah, yeah. It was I, the first thing I saw, and I was like, oh, no. As soon as I saw it, I was like, oh, you do. Come on, man. Like, read the room. You can't have a picture with that guy in it. Yeah. Anyway, but apart from that, it was an awesome mural to trace like where we were to like go back to all the very first one to like, man, that was, uh, was a wet cold packs it was yeah in the middle of the year at the showgrounds in melbourne um and look at where we are now at msec yep still getting rained on yep <laughs> but at least it was a little bit easier to escape the rain yes it was <laughs> you could also you could come out and, 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 and it, be like wait it fucking rained like, and it sort of wrapped up by the saturday anyway honestly oh i mean on, even friday afternoon i believe yeah it was like, but i think some more came in the evening didn't they yeah but if, by, by saturday i think it was sort of good yeah, it was just, it was lovely. Sunday was lovely. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, PAX 2023, PAX Oz 2023. That's our wrap-up. That's a wrap. That's a, there's a bow on it now. It's done. Did some cool shit. Met some cool people. Hung out with some cool people. Ate and drank a lot. <laughs> and um, I got to hang out with, with my bestie, Kyron. It was lovely. It was nice to spend the weekend with you as well. Because it's, it's, it's so, like... We record these shows and stuff like that, but we don't get to hang out 
as much as I would really like to. So being an adult is hard and yeah. it's full of responsibilities. So. Yeah, but and like and I legitimately mean that. It was it was wonderful to hang out with you for the weekend and except for when our TV broke on the sun. <laughs> that Saturday was night. that was fucking annoying. <laughs> I should have a TV broke. The remote died and it was, it was very funny. It was bullshit because like the night before we like realized there was binge on there and we could watch Taskmaster and we're like this is the best like post convention yeah, like got, show got like an hour before we go to sleep just suck on some taskmaster just, let's just fucking let taskmaster play and then we'll fall asleep and then yeah it was like ready to do it again on saturday night and then it the remote died fucking remote died but anyway. <laughs> i thing. was pretty mad about that but but also i was very tired by saturday <laughs> and i was just like at the tv you were mm, yeah but um yeah i reckon that's a show Karen. i think it is well let's bring it home as always, thank you for listening to this week's episode of the Dialogue Options Podcast. We do appreciate you lending us your ears so we can just rant at you. Uh, hopefully, if you're listening to this, we'll see you at PAX next year. If not, well, I guess keep listening if you can't get to Australia. Suckers. Maybe go to your own cool American PAXs where you probably get to play Persona 3 and Final Fantasy VII Rebirth, probably, I imagine, is what it's like. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But we know what? We have immaculate Pax Oz vibes, so yep. I don't even care. And we have sick Aussie indies. And so, Bodies. <laughs> yeah, and Bodies. But, like, sick Aussie indies. Like, the like the indie scene in Australia, and Melbourne in particular, is, like... Oh, it's great. Fucking pumping. So, yeah. And, and it's being recognised on the world stage as well. And to think, like, again, again, adult responsibilities, so we can't. But if we were more free, like, South by Southwest Sydney is, like, what, this, like, next week? Yeah. No, it's... Like, this week? Yeah, this, this weekend, week. I think it does. And there's even more gaming stuff happening over there. So if you're up there, I am incredibly jealous of you. Yes. But also, I probably couldn't spring for a fucking hotel room in Sydney for a full week. So enjoy. And also, sorry to anyone who lives in Sydney. I don't want to go to Sydney again. But there's some cool stuff going on up there. I don't want to go to Sydney. The fucking IMAX screen's open again now. <laughs> we can get stuck in 40 minutes of traffic before Fuck. we get... And we start start Force Awakens oh, again. They should put Force, Force Awakens on, us, on for us again so we yeah. can specifically see that start the first 40 minutes at IMAX. But they won't let us in. Even if we're there on, <laughs> on time, they won't let us in until, like, Christ. the fucking battle for Jakku. Like, God damn it. Yeah. Anyway... Joel's bitterness about Sydney aside, thank you for listening. Uh, if you want to support us, you can find us on the social medias, mostly on Twitter, but also Facebook and Instagram, I guess. If you just look up Dialogue Options, you'll find us over there. Likewise, whatever podcast platform you listen to us on, any thumbs up or stars or shares, whatever ratings you can offer, they mean a lot and they help a lot, and we do appreciate it. And... While you're looking up those other socials, go check out some of the other podcasts in the network we're under, like Love Letters is another one I recommend looking up, and The Falcon? Yes. New podcast from under the story mode banner, which is all football stuff, which frankly, not my wheelhouse, as discussed earlier in the show, massive sideline fan. Yep. But if that's something you're into, well, they've got you covered now. Um... But yeah, as for our individual accounts, you can find me on social media, where I am at LemonManX, and honestly... I mean, I've been at PAX for most of a week, and then I was on holidays for a week, so I haven't tweeted a great deal. Um, go buy Little Gator Game. Came out on PlayStation and Xbox today. I fucking love that game. Um, Griffin had been playing that while I was away at PAX over the weekend. Really? Um, Ash, awesome. Because Ash has got it on her Switch. She bought it when she had a whole bunch of credit on there. Um, and apparently he played a little bit of it and was really enjoying it, so yeah. It is such a fun game. Yeah. Uh, like literally my entire Twitter feed is just packs. Yep. So maybe just go, go and play Little Gator Game. 
or go to PAX. Those are your options. I, I don't make the rules. That's just how it is. Joel, where can I find you? Uh, you can find me at Jolly Mac, where I was actually gifted uh, a non-PAX related thing while we were at PAX. Um, Thursday night, as we're, just before we were about to go to bed, um, Book 182 were like, hey, we're dropping another single tonight. And I was like, fuck yeah. So I watched that video and listened to that single before I went to bed. It's called Dance With Me. That album comes out next Friday as well. So I get a new Mario Brothers game next week. I get a sequel to my favourite, if not the best superhero game ever made. And I also get a new Blink-182 album. And if that doesn't... And the next day I'm getting a new tattoo. Like, if that doesn't fucking... Like, warm the cockles of your heart. It does mine, so fuck you. I'm happy for you. Um... Yeah, it's a great. It's a, it's a great single. I just posted about it because yeah, I just wanted to share how much I've listened to it every day since it came out, um, and I highly, highly, highly enjoy it. Also, I'm just rediscovering my love of Hi-Fi Rush after meeting John Jonas and um, doing that paint and sip class, and realizing that fucking love that game. So, the taste of that chunk is coming through now. I can only smell the marshmallow. Yeah, it's got like this weird aftertaste. It's not bad. It's odd. <laughs> it's good. I'm going to eat the rest Are you, you going to update your rating or are you still sticking with the two grilled chickens out of ten grilled I'd chickens? I'd go to a three maybe. Okay. I think there's, there's, a, there's, a, a, three. there's a flavor there that isn't the dominant marshmallow <laughs> flavor. That vaguely is, resembles chicken? I don't know. I wouldn't go that far. Okay. But <laughs> right. it is some. I wouldn't say it resembles something savory. Uh, okay. To an extent. All right. I'm going to eat the rest of this now. It's good. Well, on that weird note, well, Joel considers his marshmallow. I'm going to let our wonderful outro see us out and we'll catch you next time. Options podcast.